What does the Jurassic World ride, Radiator Springs Racers, and Pirates of the Caribbean all have in common? Turns out, they're all opening in the next few weeks. That and more, all on today's Park Hop. Hello and welcome to a very special 50th episode of The Great Park Hop. My name is Julian James and continuing to join us live from the Hall Cave, where you can already taste the turkey legs and spicy pickles, the man, the myth, the legend, Henry Hall. Every other week we get together to discuss the latest and greatest theme park news happenings and burning topics from the lands of Disney, Universal, and beyond. Before launching into things, we always like to note that Henry works at the Walt Disney Company. As always, though, his opinions are fully his own. So how about a big guy? 50 episodes. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Dude. It's, uh, it is wild to think that while we were planning all of this out and, and getting everything going, the idea of going through a pandemic was like not even not even on the radar. We, uh, we had big plans about going to the parks, doing all this fun stuff. And then, of course, like right when we launch is when that pandemic hit. It was it was a strange time to launch a podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, we first started recording together and then we had to figure out how we could record separately. <laughs> so and we've been doing so ever since. Hopefully not too much longer. But man, it's uh it's been quite a ride, but it's been it's been a fun 50 episodes. If nothing else, I mean, certainly, you know, that's the joke. Like everyone started a podcast during the pandemic. First of all, I would like to say we were well ahead of that curve. Yeah. So uh so so that's all us. Um, but uh but man, yeah, it's been wild just kind of <laughs> just kind of tracking uh park news from uh everything closing to then reopening and uh yeah it's it's uh it's been wild but yeah man it feels just like a a really good time to be celebrating that big 502 just because you know we've we, like i've said man we've got so many big announcements from universal we got big announcements from disney we've got a big announcement so things just really are popping off here man it's uh it's feeling good to be at 50 and uh, so really, how about we start with us? And really, we're talking about the show here. I'm excited to announce that in October, our boots will be on the ground at Walt Disney World to help celebrate their 50th anniversary, to kick off their Halloween festivities, and to watch Henry wrestle one of those Lake Buena Vista alligators, man. I hear <laughs> they are vicious. Yeah. They are vicious, man. <laughs> Yeah, what a, they killed a kid a couple of years ago, man. So they are they are literally man eaters. Yeah, and, and it's funny you would say that because uh, the first thing I after I told my father I was going, he was like, "Watch out for those alligators." So uh, yeah, <laughs> my family and reptiles do not mix well. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, here's hoping Henry Henry's ready. He's uh, you're going to bring your alligator wrestling outfit, and uh, and we'll be off to the races, man. It'll be it'll be quite the show. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh but yeah man and if and if there is a Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, there's a good chance we'll be there too. I mean, we have no idea, there's no announcement, but uh but I guess we'll see. We'll be in the area, shall we say? But that's not all because we're also 
booking some time at Universal Orlando, not only to explore the two parks there, but also Halloween Horror Nights 30, man. We've got another big anniversary there going on. So that will be incredible. Again, we don't know very much about it other than the Beetlejuice Haunted House. But uh, that's all we needed to hear. I mean, we're, we're all about Beetlejuice here. So that'll be super exciting. Ready to see Double H, Henry Hall, all up in those haunted houses, man. I know you're a big fan. I know that uh, you're a big fan of wandering the streets and people running up with loud noises behind you. It's just, it's going to be magic. Well, I mean, I'm thinking that this might be the time to go because for one thing, we're going to still be kind of in COVID time. So they're going to space this out. So hopefully I won't get like run into by a bunch of like little kids or actually more likely uh, uh, adults trying to hide behind me or anything. If anything, I'll just be Lori. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, it, it, this probably is the best time for me to go to the uh, Halloween Horror Nights. That's true. It's a good point, man. You you just got to remember, you got to keep your hands off the scare actors, man. They, they're they not allowed to touch you. You're not allowed to touch them. Hey, I don't touch people, man. <laughs> <laughs> good. That I think that's a good rule to live by, just in general. So, uh, obviously, still have a ways to go here, but we've got plenty of details that we're going to be sharing soon. A lot of stuff still coming together. But that's the gist of it. Henry, how pumped are you for this October? Super pumped. It's been like, you know, getting all the material I can to like get it like my head on right where I know what we're getting into and making sure all the details are are getting done. It feels good, man. Like it, uh, you know, a, as we've talked about in a much older episode uh, you know, we're, we're certainly out of our wheelhouse in terms of Disney parks. Surprisingly enough, I've probably spent the least amount of time at uh, at uh, Walt Disney World than most of the other parks around the world. So uh, I've technically been there once. It was a very long time ago. So I'm, I'm still considering that this trip is really going to be the completion of that that six uh, Disney uh, theme park journey. You know, that's, that, that's the circle that's going to be completed here for me. But, uh, but I know also not something that you're super familiar with either. So it, it, it's just, it's like a totally different feeling, especially, you know, being so used to having the California parks, not too far from us. Uh, it, it It's almost like, you know, if you remember, it's, it feels like forever ago that we were, at Disneyland Resort, but there's just like a level of casualness there, right? Like, it's just kind of like, it's not too far. We've been there tons of times. It's not like it is exciting, but there's not that like intense level of excitement you get when it's like, boom, we're planning this like big trip, going cross country, hitting up like all of these special events, all of these parks, some of which we've never even been to, never spent any time at, never been on the rides there, never experienced the food there, never experienced any of these like, you know, special events like Halloween Horror Nights in uh, in Florida, anything like that. So it, it, it's just like a totally different level of excitement. Well, I mean, it's, 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 
I wouldn't say that my our trips to Disneyland aren't exciting, but it's a different type of excitement. So, like, uh, it's a, going to Disneyland is like you're excited to see a very good, you know, family friend. Whereas yeah. with going to totally. Magic Kingdom is like this is a whole new like experience. I mean, I I mean I've been to you know to Magic Kingdom once, but that was like. I hate to say it 20 years ago. <laughs> so it's been a long time and I haven't right. been to any of the other parks. Oh, I have been to Universal Orlando as well. I went to Islands of Adventure and Orlando Park, but again, that's been 20 years. So it's uh it's mm. been a long time. Uh different it's safe to say they're going to they're different <laughs> parks from when you were there. Oh yeah. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it uh, it really is. It, it's incredible that it's aligning with all of these other things going on. So that will just be, it'll be a blast. I mean, you know, it. Uh, it we're gonna try to do as much as we can in terms of just kind of sharing our experience there. Obviously, I think we're coming in with, like I said, the Disneyland kind of perspective for the most part. So of course that uh, that's a little intimidating when you go from, you know, a. Uh, 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 a pretty comfortable, pretty kind of cozy small park to just the massive, massive uh, expanse of Disney World. So, yeah, we'll be covering as much of that as possible, covering as much of our time at Universal. Um, maybe there's a couple of other things that we'll we'll kind of dig through as well. But like I said, you know, it's uh, we still got plenty of time to figure out all those details, figuring out where we're going to eat, figuring out those snacks that we want to target. Uh, that's going to be the big one. And, you know, uh, there's still so many announcements that are tied to Halloween time, tied to 50th anniversary celebration there that, uh, that yeah, I think things are just going to be moving and evolving as time goes on, which is in and of itself super exciting. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy because there's been so many, like, uh, so much news lately. Um, so it's like, you know, even though, you know, the most recent, like, you know, biggest ones are the opening dates, you know, whatnot. But, like, there's even been some stuff that, like, even in Epcot, some stuff is opening up that I'm interested in uh, that's supposed to be opening up around summer this year. So it'll be open by the time we get there. So uh, mm -hmm. it's there's just so much, and there's a lot of planning to do because, I, you know, as you said, there's so many places we haven't eaten and we want to get the, we have to, we won't have as much time. So we need to get the biggest bang for our time there. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Will there be fast pass? Will the return of fast pass happen? That's a big question for me. Like, it, because that will, that will dictate so much of that planning. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I mean, I think we're 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 ready for either, but uh, but yeah, man. Just even even uh, you know th this. It, it's been so long since I've I've been at a theme park. You've been at a theme park. You know, the idea of obviously kind of walking around a theme park with a mask on is a weird concept. But then you throw in the fact that like, yeah, this is like Florida in the fall time. Uh, that's a whole nother kind of thing that we're having to juggle. You know, it's safe to say that by the time that we 
get to October that we'll have visited Disneyland at least once. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, at least we'll, we'll get kind of our toes wet a little bit in that theme park experience with a mask on the entire time. But it, it's going to be a whole different ball game when we're then talking about a, an immense amount of humidity. Are there going to be those tropical rainstorms? Probably, uh, you know, just lots and lots of walking, lots and lots of waiting in line, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's it, 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 I think that is going to be something that is going to be, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have to mentally prepare for that. We're, we're used to this kind of nice, comfortable Bay Area climate. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, partly that's why I started working out so I can make sure that when I get over there, I'm ready to go when I nice. hit the ground. But yeah. Commitment. I like that. Working out for your October Disney trip, dude. Making sure I can fit on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's an important piece of it too. You, that's the last thing you want, right? Yeah. But the funny thing is, is like, you know, this is, like just planning the like where where we're gonna eat and everything is gonna be crazy because I don't think I've spent that much time trying to figure out what we're gonna eat since I had to figure out what dinner last week. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. constant constant uh, conundrum here at our house. It's trying to figure out what to eat. <laughs> what am I gonna go yeah. cook? I don't know. yeah man it's uh it there's just yeah a whole different world of possibilities where will there be some kind of food festival going on at epcot at the time maybe maybe not i don't know uh so i mean yeah it's uh i mean that would just throw like a monkey wrench in the thing because we already have all these new places we have to eat at and then you're gonna throw in more delicious foods for us to try and uh while we're there Yes, please. Yeah. I mean, it's a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful problem to have. <laughs> yeah, dude. You already have the world showcase at Epcot with all of their uh, kind of tasty treats from around the world. So, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's going to be good times, man. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Definitely looking forward to it. Not looking forward to how I'm going to feel at the end of this long uh, trek where basically it's like, you know, seven straight days at theme parks. That I think that. That is the longest consecutive days that I will have spent uh, theme parking. But yeah, that'll be pretty wild. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think I fear a different thing because, you know, usually what ha- happens after a, a trip to Disneyland is is I get that uh, that withdrawal afterwards. You like, you like spend all that time, you spend that time in the park. And then after you come back home, you're like, man, you know, I really wish I was back in the park. And oh, yeah. It's just going to be even worse now because you're going to have more parks that you were wish you were at, and it's just going to be also harder to get there. So it's not like, yeah. oh, like, we could, I'm not going to worry about it because next spring we can go back. No, it's not going to be that easy. Um, so, yeah. I definitely had that feeling at uh, at Disney Sea, where it, where it was just like such a different experience than what you know any other kind of Disney theme park has been. Uh, so I mean, it is everything that everybody says it is, and then you're kind of done with it. And it's just like, oh, 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 wait a second, 
I didn't even check out everything. There's so much more to explore. What's the next time I'm going to get to Japan? Yeah, who knows? So, yeah, I think that I think that is accurate, especially with I think where we're just doing one park each day. So it is like you know just a different park pretty much each and every day. So it's going to be a total blur, right? We're going to look back at it and just be like, whoa, it is just it. Everything happened so fast. We took in so much that uh, it's going to take some time just to kind of decompress. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going to be, it is going to be kind of like a park overload, but again, it's a, it's a great problem to have, but. (laughs) Oh, it's an amazing problem to have. What would you say right now? So thinking again, we're six months out. What is the, the, the one thing that you are looking forward to more than anything else? Oh man. I think, uh, we want to try the gray stuff. Oh, okay. We want to eat at the, uh, at the, uh, what you call it? The, uh, beauty and the beast, right? Be our guest. Be our guest. Yes. And you guys are celebrating an anniversary there too. So, I mean, that is extra, extra special. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, that is such an important aspect, I think of, uh, of this planning or at least this this kind of trip for you guys and and you know correct me if i'm wrong if i'm placing an over uh if i'm if i'm adding an inappropriate amount of importance to it or or kind of significance but you know when uh i know that last year you guys were so bummed out that the parks weren't open because you're so used to traveling down to Disneyland and DCA to celebrate your anniversary, to enjoy all of the Halloween festivities that are going on down there. That's like a tradition for you guys. And so, you know, you guys were so bummed out last year. It was such, I mean, I was bummed out for you guys. Such a major disappointment that things were still closed down and we were looking at kind of October and, and where things were going to be. And it was a question mark of, you know, will Disneyland be open? Probably. What is, what's it going to be like to get in there? What's the, you know, what's the whole situation going to be like? Well, we know for sure that Disney World will be open. Uh, I was already kicking around the idea of a trip out there just because, you know, I was supposed to go to Disney World last year. I had to cancel two of those trips, as as you remember as well. So for us, like, uh, you know, collectively, this was like, finally, let's just get this done. We can have our Disney experience that we want for sure, and we'll be able to go big. Yeah, I mean it it just it it yeah, last year was was a bummer cuz we were already like just last year was you know, everybody knows that last year was not a great year. For a lot of reasons, yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot a lot of bad things happened <laughs> yeah. last year. <laughs> Needless to say, uh so like like not just, you know, all our normal festivals that we go to were closed down or shut down for last year. A lot of them are probably going to be closed again for this year. So at least this is something that, uh, you know, cause we don't, me and my wife, we don't travel a lot. We don't go to a lot of places, but Disney is always, even when we first started uh, seeing each other was something that we, 
it was like our first real vacation we did together. And then, of course, when we had after our wedding, we went there for our uh, honeymoon. And this year will be our fifth anniversary uh, wedding anniversary. <laughs> Not our fifth year together since we fast, out, but it's our fifth anniversary for wedding anniversary. So fives, fives is the theme for Disney. 50th anniversary, five-year anniversary. <laughs> so that'll be awesome. I'm I'm super excited for you guys that uh, that you get to have this special experience and obviously, yeah, get to go to be our guest and try the gray stuff and, uh, and hit up the World Showcase for all those special treats and check out, you know, the ambiance of Animal Kingdom and... Uh, you know, explore around Toy Story Land and and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Batu East and all of that kind of fun stuff. You know, they make their breakfast Ronto wraps differently than the breakfast Ronto wraps we have on the West Coast. Mm. Got to try it. Yeah, I mean, Lori will be really interested there in checking go. that out because she loves the breakfast Ronto wrap. I mean, I like it too, but I didn't think she would love it as much as she does. She loves that. <laughs> they are incredible it was highlight of that part of the parks for sure highlight of galaxy i was Day. a little surprised she's really looking forward to uh pandora i mean i'm not that surprised but i was kind of surprised that she actually called out she was looking forward to going to pandora yeah so it uh i mean yeah it it is it is considered like one of the best of the Disneyland's and it fits in, uh, you know, to that animal kingdom really well. Surprisingly, I remember when they were talking about it it just sounded insane, but yeah, they really delivered, man. Flight of passage is supposed to be incredible. They've got a lot of great food there too. Satuli canteen, uh, at nighttime, it's supposed to be spectacular. So yeah, it, uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun to be had for sure at uh, Animal Kingdom in general and and just, yeah, Disney World and man, it's going to be good times. I'm ready. Six months. It's like, it feels so far away. I know it's going to be here before we know it. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're already, as Henry's pointing out, the, uh, the planning wheels are a turning. We're figuring out kind of how we want to package all of it up. And, you know, I mean, even thinking of the uh you know this being the 50th episode we'll obviously have a few more in the can by then as well but uh you know we've talked about how we're slowly kind of transitioning the show eventually back to kind of where we had initially envisioned it where that park experience is a much much larger core component of the episodes that video is a big part of it um so you know Certainly by the time we get there, we'll be able to deliver at least on on part of that core concept. So that'll be a lot of fun just kind of figuring out we want to restructure everything and package everything and, and just share everything because certainly we're super excited about it. We know that you're super excited about it. And uh and yeah, we're you know, there's 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 a lot to be done there. So that'll uh that'll be good times, man. Can't wait. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to a lot to like take in now and before we even get there i mean it gets it gets the blood boiling just yeah. thinking of like what we're going to be able to like check out while we're there oh man yeah yeah definitely 
Definitely, man. It's going to be, it's, it's, it's hard to wait those six months, but, uh, but man, for the time being though, all eyes are on these California parks here. Literally the day after we recorded that last episode, Universal Studios Hollywood announced that they'll be reopening on April 16th. It's just the, the, the rule of big announcements is that they'll always happen right after you, uh, you wrap an episode, but just like Disneyland, Universal Hollywood is operating at a reduced, uh, reduced capacity. Tickets are all date-based, so they're able to better structure that capacity and uh, only open to California residents. So again, much smaller pool, but we also got confirmation that the Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash, which is their new dark ride that was pretty much good to go by when they when they shut the gates to Universal Hollywood, Think they had already done some press previews, but uh, but that's actually going to be good to go on day one. Also good to go on day one. That uh, that updated ending to Jurassic World, the ride. If you remember, Jurassic World had been open for quite a while already. I think it reopened in 2019 with that Jurassic World overlay, but at least their word was that they had uh, run out of time to really deliver on the uh, the ending that they really were intending to build. And so it's maybe a few months before the parks closed down and, and we really went into pandemic mode where they had shut down that ride to finish the ending, ended up being a much longer closure. Anyway, that is done that's going to be good to go on day one. And in fact, they've already had a couple of uh, looked like press preview days for these rides in particular. So, of course, there's a couple of ride videos that have already been posted. I don't know if you got a chance to check any of them out, Henry, but it looks pretty good times. I mean, again, like it's pretty wild. I think anything is just going to be great. It's going to be nice to walk through those gates and uh, and really experience that park again. But you know, I mean, Secret Life of Pets looks like a pretty, pretty good dark ride. It's, it's you know, there's not a ton of really awesome state-of-the-art dark rides going on at Universal Hollywood right now. So it, it seems like it's a very good addition. But one thing that really stuck out for me as well was how, how, how well the screens were integrated into the physical sets. Uh, so the screens are definitely there. It is a Universal ride after all. But really, really well, uh, really, really integrated very well. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched the secret life of pets. I mean, it's one of those things where generally I don't watch, uh, the videos of new rides that I can potentially ride myself because, uh, I don't want to ruin it for myself. Um, Unless it's like particularly a ride like at a park that I don't know if I'm going to get to. So like Shanghai Disney, I might watch a video from that or or maybe even from uh, Tokyo uh, Disney. Uh, I might Thank you. watch a Thank video you, from that. <laughs> I, need those, I need those clicks at Adventures in VR. <laughs> those, those I'll watch, but because uh, it's less likely I'm going to get to that park anytime soon. Um, particularly also like, uh, uh, Paris, Disneyland, Paris. So, um, those types of stuff I'll watch, but the stuff here in California, I'm not going to check those out. Uh, 
I have the same rule for movies that I'm going to watch. I know I'm going to watch. I never watch those trailers, and it makes the movie so much better. So I do the same thing with rides. So um, I'm very excited to check out uh, Secret Life of Pets, and I am interested in definitely uh, uh, the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World ride. Um, although... I always get super soaked on that ride. I don't know what it is with me and in water rides recently, but I always get so wet. So it's <laughs> see if see if Lori will even go on the ride with me anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Well, we'll have to go to. We'll have to check out. Uh, we'll have to do Splash Mountain when we're in Orlando, just because. It's its its own version. It's its own thing. Might never yeah. be able to ride that Splash Mountain ever again. At least as it's Splash Mountain. Well, I mean, it is it is a, a a trip. So I think I'll be able to get Lori to actually get on the ride with us. This there we time. go. But I know she's going to be reluctant. It might help if it's if it's hot too. But we'll yeah. see. It's it's going to be tricky. Oof! You're going to have to help me. <laughs> well it's that yeah, humid it's that humid air too so you're not drying off man yeah <laughs> anyway that's universal we have disneyland resort which of course uh over the last couple of weeks has also come to play because man they've got some heavy hitters right on the heels of that universal announcement that they're reopening disney let the world know that avengers campus will be opening up at Disney California Adventure on June 4th. So now if you remember, that includes Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure, and its supply store. It's, it's a gift shop on steroids, it sounds like. This includes the uh, Pim Test Kitchen with, with its kind of beer tasting, beer garden area that's attached to it. So Henry Hall, are you ready June 4th, man. Oh, yeah. I've been ready. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've definitely been ready. I definitely want to check out Spidey, and I want to see him swinging up above. I really want to check that out and see see how that looks. Yeah. And then I want to watch. I want to eat some small, big food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the food looked good, man. That was, uh, again... Bringing you back to when they first announced that they had uh, all of those different food items. They had that gigantic chicken sandwich. I just hope I I, I just hope that it's it's really as big as as I want it to be. But then of <laughs> of course, like at that you know I say that now, but my I don't know if I can eat as much anymore. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm, I think my uh, eyes are going to be bigger than my stomach. So. But again, a nice a nice problem to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. The one the one person that would be disappointed with huge portion size would be Henry Hall. This is true. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> well, so we know Disneyland Resort is opening on April thirtieth, but now with the Avengers Campus opening date being June fourth, it completely throws a wrench into. The, uh, I think most people's plans and just the entire situation of park reservations that uh, that are currently ongoing for people that have tickets 
And on the 15th, which is the day after this episode will air, uh, pretty much goes out to the general public. So it seems like I would imagine people were initially trying to get in as early as possible. Now that we know that, you know, the uh, that 30 days, a little after 30 days uh, of the park opening, that you're going to have a brand new land that everyone's been anticipating. It seems like, man, now everyone's going to shift towards the end or at least towards June. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. But at least it'll be a good way of like, evening out the the crowds from like being all going to like you know usually you get more people going into uh disneyland and less into dca now you're gonna possibly see a lot of people going into may even see crowd more crowds going into dca but definitely you'll have crowds at least evenly going into the a bit more evenly going into the both parks yeah I don't think they were going to have a problem though. <laughs> yeah. Selling well, tickets, <laughs> filling that capacity. Yeah. They definitely weren't going to just because of the reduced capacity. You're hundred percent right. But yeah, I mean, it's like if you had an opportunity to grab DCA or grab, uh, uh, Disneyland, you were going Disneyland. Like DCA was kind of like, all right, if Disneyland's booked or maybe I have a two day park ticket. Uh, then maybe I'll add on Disney uh, California Adventure to that. But yeah, now with this, totally like it's it is a whole new ball game. Thinking of uh, California Adventure now, it's like yeah, that is if you were to do a two day ticket, one park one day, it, it feels justified right now. Like you can justify that full day at California Adventure, not being distracted by like oh, I just would much rather go over to you know hop over to. Uh, to Disneyland right now. It's like, no, no, I I think there's going to be enough going on. Definitely. I think, uh, I mean, I'd have to say like DCA, like after it's like initial stumbling of opening, they've been doing really good lately and uh, making it a better uh, park visit. And, uh, and this just adds to that, especially for, I would say for adults, it's, it's a, much more adult friendly uh park uh not just because it has (laughs) the alcohol uh that they sell there but uh that doesn't hurt but uh i think it it just i don't know there's just something about it that has grown on on me over the years these couple years well i wouldn't say couple it's been a long time i mean going back to when they had the uh, mad tea party love that i wish they would bring that back um but it's it's constantly been growing on me so it's it's definitely something i always i couldn't imagine taking a trip to disneyland and not visiting dca um again though there is just so much to do in in disneyland that i could see it being difficult to get to uh dca if you only had like one day maybe you wouldn't, but two days, you definitely have to do DCA. And now it's a must. <laughs> so, yeah, man, we'll, uh, we'll have to check that out as soon as we possibly can. <laughs> Obviously we're uh, we intend to get uh, reservations as soon as we're able to, but, uh, but maybe the next episode we'll have an update. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, yeah, dude. It, it, yeah. 
so excited for Avengers Campus. It feels like it's been coming forever. Crazy to think that uh, a little over a month we'll we'll actually have uh, people that have visited. We'll have reports. We'll have on the ground access. It's it's just it's crazy. We're here. We're in the future, Henry. Yeah, I mean, this is something that we were looking forward to last year, and then we had that time where it felt like it was never going to happen, and then boom, like it's happening super quick now. It just feels like we had this time where there was just nothing and then, and a lot of bad news. And then now there's all this good news and it's just, it's a bit overwhelming, I would say. I mean, I was happy with the touch of Disney. I mean, I've been watching all kinds of uh, videos of people experiencing that and definitely getting the FOMO from that. But, uh, <laughs> but now, like the idea that maybe we can finally really experience Disney, uh, and not just Disney, but Avengers Campus on top of that, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy man. Big uh, big ups to Disney. I, I was, I think we were expecting that they were going to wait until things were a little more open at the parks before uh, debuting. But why wait, right? I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're just keeping themselves from making money off of Avengers Campus. Um, given, I imagine they'd still make money. I mean, it's, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me to keep it closed, but I mean, I, I'm sure there's, there's a business side of like the the manpower it would take to like man the rides and the electricity and the cost of running it. But I mean, you know, I've already seen videos of the the lighting being up and like having the lights on at night and looks awesome. So I'm looking forward to it. Ready, man. It's right around the corner. We've waited this long. Well, so, and of course, like we've been talking about big news recently that we finally do have all of these details for what it's going to actually look like when we're able to get back into Disneyland, whenever that is, and uh, and yeah, what that overall park experience is going to be like. Again, we already knew that California-only residents. Uh, what we didn't know was exactly what that reservation system would look like. So we now know that, again, like we were saying, April 12th, is when uh, things open up, the reservation system opened up for people with tickets. So if you were somebody that had tickets on hand already that just hadn't used them, or if you were planning to go into the parks at uh, some point, but you know, obviously the pandemic disrupted that, or even if you were somebody that had like a multi-day ticket, you were only able to use part of it and uh, before the parks closed, you were able to make a uh, reservation for everybody else. April 15th is the date that new tickets go on sale. So you would purchase a new ticket uh, and then immediately make a reservation sometime after 8 a.m. So, uh, so yeah, that'll be a total cluster, as you can imagine. <laughs> but um, but uh also, you're not allowed to make a reservation until you have a ticket. A ticket actually linked into your account, so uh, so you have to make that purchase and then figure out when you're actually going to be able to use that ticket. Uh, the reservation window is currently at 60 days out, 
So, uh, and then it rolls from there. So we won't actually get new days until we, uh, until that opening day of Disneyland. So it'll be a little bit of a wait for things to, uh, to refresh, but then it'll just sounds like it's going to be a daily kind of a rolling update, which is great. And then as Disneyland has said, you know, we have conditions that are changing in terms of guidelines. You know, we have the, uh, the governor of California that's basically said, Hey, on, uh, um, on June 15th, the economy is going to fully open again. So it gives Disney a little bit of leeway in terms of maybe adding some more reservations later on down the road. So they've said, Hey, that's always a possibility. So keep checking. Even if everything is booked, something that they've done at Walt Disney world, uh, already they've replenished, uh, reservations when things are just looking especially tight. So that's always going to be a possibility park hours, at least initially are going to be 9am to 7pm. So there won't be any kind of nighttime access to the parks at first, which is a major bummer. The parks are especially magical once the sun goes down, but that's only going to last until mid may when that, uh, that closing dates pushed back until 9 PM. So uh, that'll be pretty good. You'll get 12 hours in each park at that point. Um, ticket prices, uh, still remain at what they were when the parks closed. So, uh, you know, if you're talking about one park, uh, sorry, if you're talking about park, so if you're talking about a park hopper one day, uh, on a peak day, which I'm guessing these are going to be, it's going to be over $200. It's going to be very spicy. So definitely make sure to keep an eye on those tickets, uh, because yeah, it, it, it's never been cheap, uh, or at least Within the last, uh, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 years, it hasn't been cheap to go to Disneyland. Definitely not getting any cheaper. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, definitely look at those ticket prices beforehand. Uh, and then interestingly enough, we were speculating on whether or not this would be the case. Park hopping tickets will be available for purchase. So you can purchase your park hopping ticket. Just got to keep in mind, much like Disney World, you're not actually going to be allowed to start park hopping until 1 p.m. Um, and with that, you still have to have a reservation for uh, your first park, for a first designated park to start at with. So if you want Disneyland, but you intend to hop over to California Adventure uh, at 1 p.m., you still have to have a ticket and a reservation for Disneyland beforehand, and then you'll be able to hop over to California Adventure at 1 p.m. So that's pretty cool. Wasn't expecting that at all. And I expect it's going to be quite a rush, man. The Esplanade is going to be absolutely insane at 1 PM. You're going to have like major, major cross traffic there. Yeah. So, uh, might want to avoid that. area. Well, it's going to be an interesting thing. Cause usually at that, we would, you know, generally about that time that you see people heading over, it's usually people going from DCA to, Disneyland, but you're going to get the opposite effect now. I think you're going to get more people going over from Disneyland to DCA. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be pretty crowded, pretty crowded. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be insanity. But uh, but hey, you know, if you want to if really you want to check out Disneyland, but the only thing you're interested in in DCA is the uh the avengers campus like let's say you only have a day which is definitely possible considering how crazy the reservation system is going to be if you were only able to book a single day and you have a park hopping ticket 
there's you're still able most likely to check out both parks which it's good times man that's that's good times yeah. for sure oh for sure it's still like still something uh you know to do i i generally i i think if if you only have two days i think park hopping is is not as useful i wouldn't recommend it generally um unless you use it very sparingly uh because you can both parks have enough to really occupy your whole day, especially, I mean, DCA has been a bit light, but now with the uh, uh, Avengers Campus, they've got more stuff to uh, enjoy. So I think it's, it, it, you know, just my recommendation, if you're going for two days, you might want to hold off on, you save a bit of money and, and hold off on getting that park hopper cause, and just hang out and enjoy your the park one park at a time yeah it's a good good advice dude yeah i uh totally agree with that and then so yeah with that we also have the full list of everything that's going to be reopening with the parks when they reopen on april 30th though just as interesting if not even maybe a little more so is what won't be reopening because eh, for the most part most of the biggies are reopening but there are a select few that aren't, and uh, and there's some interesting ones in here. So, first of all, Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blaster. This one's actually listed as closed for refurbishment. So, possibly uh, related to restrictions, possibly just that, hey, we're going to use this as an opportunity to kind of freshen things up a little bit. It's another one of those rides where there's a big portion of that queue is indoors, right? Uh, yeah, there's a good part of it. We also have Chippendale's, uh, Chippendale Treehouse, Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes, Disneyland Monorail. That kind of makes sense, right? It's uh, you're in a closed tube. Yeah. Great moments with Mr. Lincoln, uh, Donald's boat, the Finding Nemo submarine voyage. Now this one totally makes sense. Again, though, this one, you're really in a tin can with no ventilation, <laughs> but we had talked about like, Hey man, maybe if this doesn't reopen, it does seem like the possibility may be there that, uh, it's going to remain closed. So this is one to keep an eye out on, right? Yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on for, but we'll see. (laughs) We will see. Yeah. Believe it when we believe it and when we see it, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, we'll see. It's closed at least for the time being. Uh, we also have the Frontier Land Shooting Exposition, Goofy's Playhouse, The Jungle Cruise. This is another interesting one because, uh, you know, there's, we know that they are doing a, uh, a pretty big refurbishment to, or, or just a re-theme, re-theme. They're restructuring some of the more kind of uh, culturally insensitive aspects of that ride. They initially said that it was going to be open throughout the entire uh, process. That's been the case at Walt Disney World. And in fact, they just had Trader Sam just randomly disappear one day. So, uh, so yeah, that's been the case. But then Disneyland's opens, it's closed. When Disneyland opens, this, this one will be closed. So it'll be interesting to see, is this going to remain closed throughout the entire time that they're working on it? Or will there be some other stuff that's uh, going on? I don't know. Yeah, I kind of can see that one just because uh, the the way the seating is, it's kind of hard to distance people in that one. But you're also kind of outdoors, yeah. too. So 
I think it's probably more just the hard to like separate people in that one. You're very close to a lot of other people. Yeah. And then also there's the added benefit of like, hey, we got work to do on it anyway. So why not? Yeah. Uninterrupted probably is a little bit easier. Uh, we got the Main Street Cinema that's closed. Matterhorn bobsleds, again, labeled as closed for refurbishment. So, uh, Henry, could the the new track layout actually be happening? I, I don't know. That one, no. you know. <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Matterhorn is 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 has been kind of a, a frustration for me. I I want to be able to enjoy it, but it's just too small for me. So <laughs> it's a love hate affair, right? Well, I mean, that last time was was pure fear and pain and and anger. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. of writing like i was not in that seat and they forced me to go anyways and i just did not fit in that and my back was hurting uh and i was scared i was like i don't know it was more pain than anything i guess so uh it's a uh it is a brutal experience like i said it's a, for me it is definitely a love-hate experience because like i love the history of it I love uh, how it looks. I love how it kind of sets up against the skyline there. But yeah, riding it is, it's usually a skip for me because the ride experience is just so uncomfortable. But uh, but yeah, so but we'll see. We'll see what refurbishment has actually done. Uh, we've got uh, Mickey's house slash meet Mickey that's closed, Minnie's house. So a lot of these areas within Toontown, we know that because Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway is being constructed there, that uh, that uh, Toontown was initially planned to go through its own refurbishment before the parks closed even. Those hills in the distance that are in the skyline, uh, those had been removed and were being worked on. So, yeah, it, uh, it seems like all of this stuff is kind of getting worked on anyway. Also, tight kind of quarter, uh, t- tight quarters, kind of like that playground environment where there's a lot of heavy touching, a lot of heavy kind of close quarters uh you know uh interactions so makes sense that this that that uh that kind of stuff is going to close or that kind of stuff is going to remain closed at least for the time being uh we also have pirates layer on tom sawyer island sailing ship columbia which uh, sailing ship usually is only operating if it's a really busy day sleeping beauty castle walkthrough i think that makes sense it's Type quarters. Lori will be uh, disappointed on that because that's uh, the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough is is one of our favorites. It's a goodie, man. It's a sleeper for sure. I think a lot of people don't even know that it exists, but uh, but yeah, it's very cool. Uh, Star Wars Launch Bay also closed again, all indoors. So that makes sense. And then the Storybook Land Canal Boats. Now this one is interesting because Casey Jr. Uh, circus train is running, so at least you'll be able to get kind of a some perspective of um, of the uh, storybook land area. But canal boats aren't. Again, this kind of goes into what you're theorizing about Jungle Cruise, where it is a lot of people on a very tight kind of boat setting. If you're running boats that have fewer people on it, that is that's going to build up a massive kind of queue. The queue can already be a little rough on it sometimes. Um, 
So I think that's probably what we're getting at with that one, right? Yeah, I think so. So that's all Disneyland. Uh, California Adventure has a handful, much smaller amount. Animation Academy, indoors makes sense. Bakery Tour makes sense. They're not, uh, I believe the bakery's closed. Golden Zephyr uh, closed. Grizzly River Run is closed, but only until early May. So that seems like that's just maybe they're still doing their refurbishment on that. Uh, Red Car Trolley makes sense. Redwood Creek Challenge Trail also makes sense. That playground environment, a lot of touching going on. Sorcerer's Workshop also indoors within that Animation Academy. That kind of falls within that maybe not being great for guidelines, but that's the the list of the attractions anyway. So not too bad, nothing too completely crazy that we didn't see coming. But um, the other interesting thing that is worth mentioning is that uh, Blue Bayou is closed. Again, it makes sense, indoor eating attraction. But they did have a little bit of news for Blue Bayou, not related to this per se, but Blue Bayou is scheduled to become the second establishment to allow alcohol for public consumption uh, within Disneyland Park, right? So we have Uga's, yeah. Uga's, which became the first one. This is going to be the second one, man. I'm, I'm really curious on what your thoughts are on this one because I know you get down at the Blue Bayou. It was interesting because when this news broke, uh, Lori and I did have kind of a, I don't know if we'd say, uh, we had kind of a, disagreement about it or it was kind of weird because uh uh because she was saying like oh like yeah they should have a place to have alcohol and uh you know they should actually open up a bar where they have and it's like no i think in the case of of blue bayou it makes sense what they're doing because they're, they're not going full like carthay circle like bar they're not doing like uh, an actual bar per se it's gonna have like wine beer and then they're gonna have their like special like i think they're gonna have a hurricane uh and they're gonna have another like uh kind of a mint julep alcoholic mint julep um but those are like drinks that are are kind of iconic with the uh new orleans area so the, it, it kind of, they're just rolling that in to kind of like, I mean, it makes sense. They'll make more money off of that, but it also makes sense for the environment of what you're kind of uh, experiencing your ambience there is to have some alcohol with your, you know, with your food. Plus, I mean, this is some pretty, uh, pretty good food, but one of those things, you know, a lot of times people, the enjoy wine to enhance the food that you know they're eating uh it can help enhance the flavor and i imagine the chefs some of those chefs would be happy that you know they can have wine i imagine it's not going to be you know they may even limit you how much alcohol you can actually have but um Mm. because i think they do that at ogas too yeah so i think they say two yeah so it's not like a place you're going to go and get, you know, drunk off of. It's it's a place the alcohol is supposed to, like, enhance your experience. So 
I'm down for this. This makes sense to me, the way they're doing it. I think I would have been a yeah. bit more disappointed. I would have been disappointed if they just went, oh, we're going to open up a bar. That would have been kind of like, mm. but this, you know, making it kind of like alcohol, but it's more like appropriate for the ambience, the setting that you're in makes it more uh, ideal. Uh, it makes sense to me. Uh, mm. So it, yeah. it was funny because I, uh, I didn't know the history of why alcohol wasn't allowed in Disneyland, but Walt, oh. I guess Walt didn't like, I guess at the time they were opening up Disneyland, there was a bunch of people who would go to theme parks for alcohol and get drunk. Yeah. And so he wanted to like avoid those people. He didn't want those people coming and ruining other people's experiences. So uh, it's interesting that that was a thing. And uh, now it's, it's definitely not a thing, but they stuck to it. And I, I like it being opened up, but I, I think it should be minimized like they're doing. So. Yeah. Well, right. And exactly like what you said, it's, they've done it, but in very uh, controlled ways, right? Like both Ogas and Blue Bayou are reservation only. So they're controlling kind of how many people are in the establishment at any one time. They're, you're right. Like, I mean, I guess Ogas, you could argue that that is more kind of alcohol focused or, or kind of the closest thing you can get to a bar, uh, kind of atmosphere at Disneyland. But even then it's like, you know, it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a two drink kind of maximum thing. They're priced enough so that you're not going to really go crazy. Uh, cause that would be a really, really expensive bar tab. Uh, but, um, but yeah, it's again, it's more like ambiance there. It's more ambiance of the blue Bayou, blue Bayou, obviously heavy kind of food focus more than anything else. And it is kind of, um, it is kind of the premier, dining establishment again if you're not counting if you're not counting like club 33 or anything but really in terms of what the general public can reserve it's probably you know the the, the best kind of place that you can uh, that you can go at least at Disneyland and so um so already like you know you're controlling the clientele that are there um but yeah like people that are going to be there already you know, interested in dropping a little bit of cash. So that, that makes sense. And I mean, I remember going to blue Bayou, uh, with, uh, with Tristan and being like, man, the, it would be great if I could have like a beer right now, or great if I could have like some kind of cocktail or something like that, because they have kind of like mocktails, but you know, it's not the same. It is the perfect kind of environment. I love the idea of sipping on a hurricane, watching those boats kind of drift by on, uh, on pirates. That sounds fantastic. Love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was definitely like it. I was, you know, I'm not a drinker. So like alcohol doesn't excite me. You know, the idea of of having a, a drink isn't something I generally go for. But I don't I mean, I don't mind. And I, I, I would be interested in having a hurricane, especially in the si setting of Blue Bayou. Uh, so, I mean, you know, Blue Bayou already kind of brings to mind, I mean, actually New Orleans Square over brings to mind a sense of Mardi Gras and that just like uh, kind of helps. I wouldn't even say Mardi Gras, but I mean, you know, um, uh, the street, uh, I can't think of it. Um, 
Oh, you're talking about like, uh, excuse me, uh, Bourbon Street, uh, Bourbon Street. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Bourbon Street. Yeah. So it kind of brings that New Orleans, it makes it feel more like New Orleans. So, uh, you have that, uh, mint julep without alcohol, (laughs) which is kind of, uh, you know, a little, weird i would like to taste a proper mint julep but uh also like having a hurricane which i definitely have heard of and have never had one myself i would like to test them out check it out but i think limiting it and then also makes you know dca the lamplight lounge and carthy uh circle the the bar there a more of a destination for people. If you want to get a drink, that's where you're going to go. So it still oh, yeah. makes DCA oh, yeah. special in that, in that uh, way too. So it doesn't take anything away from DCA. Definitely not. Yeah, that's very true. All right, dude, one question before we wrap up, I am eating at the blue Bayou and I uh, order a hurricane and I tell them to put it into a to-go cup. What's their answer? No. <laughs> Has to be drink, oh, uh, drunk in the, in the restaurant. Oh, man. What a bummer. What if I try to put it into my, like, uh, sippy cup? <laughs> I don't know. I think you're you're trying yourself there. That, it sees if you can get, get away <laughs> with it or not. <laughs> Oh man, that that's what we'll have to try out when the uh, Blue Bayou rolls up. Uh, Blue Bayou opens its doors. We gotta we gotta give that a try. Really see uh see see uh, the idea of sipping on a hurricane while walking down, uh you know that um, that area along the rivers of America. Man, that sounds so good with that live music of the sun setting. That sounds so good, Henry. I want it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It seems like more effort than. <laughs> Then worth the payoff. <laughs> I'm gonna try, Henry. We're gonna we're gonna find out. That's uh that's uh put it on the calendar for this year. We're gonna check it out. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna be open this year. <laughs> well, maybe towards the end. Oh man. Well, we'll see. Whenever they're open. All right. I'm sure I'm sure they'll <laughs> open up at some point. Well, that just about does it for today. Remember, you can catch The Great Park Hop each and every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite podcast service just so happens to be, as always. If you made it this far, you're hopefully enjoying the podcast, so don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, hit that like button. This has been episode 50-5-0 of The Great Park Hop, and we'll catch you in two weeks. Until then, stay healthy, everybody. Henry! Let's do another 50, big guy. Yeah. Yay, 50. You got yourself a plan, but it's a date. Yeah. Take care, everybody. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Bye.